Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I take a look back at the beginnings of contemporary Christian music. You know, it's always sad when we lose a pioneer of Jesus music. On this episode, I'm going to pay tribute to three Jesus music artists who went on to be with the Lord during the summer of 2011. With the span of two weeks' time, we lost Dan Peake, Norman Barrett, and Janny Grine. Now, if you're unfamiliar with these musicians, I'll fill you in on their lives, their ministry, and their music. So stay tuned. First up, Janny Grine who passed away on August 4th, 2011, due to a bout with cancer. Jannie didn't grow up in a Christian home. She didn't attend church every Sunday. She thought the story of Jesus was simply a nice fairy tale someone had invented. Jannie didn't know Jesus, but Jesus knew Jannie, and he had a call on her life. She just hadn't discovered it yet. Like many, to escape the pain of her youth, she turned to drugs and alcohol, and they left her empty inside. So she threw herself into her work. Her talent was as a musician and songwriter, and it began to attract national attention. She found acceptance in her field, set up shop in Nashville, Tennessee. She was already flowing in the gifts God had given her, just working for the wrong boss. God wanted to use her musical talent for his kingdom, and soon he would. One April night in 1975, Janney and her husband Bill turned on the television to find a Hollywood film called King of Kings just beginning. So she watched with great interest as the story of Jesus unfolded. Her heart pounded as if it would come through her chest. And she turned to her husband asking, Is this for real? Did this man Jesus really die for our sins? Well, Bill, who had grown up knowing the Lord but had fallen by the wayside, said, Yes, it's all true. And she knew in her heart that if someone would die for her, she needed to know more about him. And that night, she found new life in Jesus Christ. And her husband would soon come back to the Lord as well. And it forever changed her destiny. Jenny dedicated her songwriting abilities and vocal talent to God. Looking back to 1983 from the album Like the Wind, which was her last major label release on Phil Driscoll's Mighty Horn Records, here's Janny Grine, Walking in the Spirit, inspired by Galatians 5, 22 through 25, which, if I may paraphrase a bit, says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. And those who are Christ 
have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. So if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Here's Jenny Grind talking about walking, walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit, Jenny Grind on Full Circle. Now, after success in the secular music world, Jenny dedicated her songwriting abilities and vocal talent to God, landing a record contract with Sparrow Records in 1976 and releasing four albums for the label that were produced by label founder Billy Ray Hearn. Along with Jannie's own keyboard arrangements, the sessions also included some great musicians, including guitarist Mike Dacey, Hadley Hawkinsmith, Billy Maxwell on drums, James Archie Felix on bass, and Harlan Rogers on keyboards. Her songs were so well received that even some other Jesus music artists started to record her tunes, and one of those was picked up by the Imperials for the album Sail On. The first album with the new lead vocalist, Rust Half. Looking back to 1977, The Imperials and Bread Upon the Water. Well, there are people never receiving anything from God at all. Oh, they 
Upon the Waters, written by the late Janny Grind, who, if you're just joining us, went on to be with the Lord on August 4th, 2011. Now, I want to continue to celebrate her rich contribution to contemporary Christian music on this episode of Full Circle. And while putting together the broadcast, I learned that her husband, Bill, has now joined his bride and they're walking the streets of gold together, worshiping the king. Janie and Bill had a great passion for missions, born while attending a meeting at Rama Bible Institute. The speaker was the late John Osteen, pastor and founder of Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. In those early years, Pastor Osteen imparted an anointing on their lives to reach the world for Jesus. And that's just what they did for 33 years touring the United States and the world, sharing the word with millions of listeners. Janney's music is a universal language that transcends all barriers and captivates the heart of the listener. They were both ordained ministers, willing vessels that God used to bring a message of hope for the brokenhearted, healing for the sick, joy for the depressed, and increase for the financially strained. 
with what can best be described as her signature song, the title track to her 1977 sophomore release, Jenny Grind and Covenant Woman. I got my feet planted deep in the good, good word, standing on the promises that I've heard. Signed, sealed, delivered by the blood of the Lamb. I'm not moved by what I feel, oh, I'm only moved by the word that's real. Word came to life, came to me. was the covenant woman herself, Janny Grind, who went on to be with the Lord less than a week after my next feature artist, Norman Barrett. This is Jerry Bryant, and, well, you're listening to a special tribute to early pioneers of Jesus music who discovered time travel the summer of 2011. If you've not heard this radio show before, Welcome. And I invite you to check out my past episodes as well at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Go to the playlist and, well, you'll find all the past shows that you can listen to or download at the iTunes site. And you can subscribe free on my website at fullcirclejesusmusic.com 
to that website. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com, and I'd love having you on board. Stay tuned. Back to where it all began, the Full Circle. This is Jerry Bryant, and my next tribute is to Norman Barrett, who, although he was not as well-known here in the States, was a class act in his own home in the UK. Born in Manchester, England, Norman was an intelligent student in school. Although he passed his exams to be an accountant, he decided he would instead follow his passion and become a professional musician, having played in bands since he was 12 years old. In 1969, he helped to form the band Gravy Train. They released four albums from 1970 to 1974, and while they didn't achieve the commercial success they'd hoped to attain, they're still considered one of the most respected progressive rock acts in the early 1970s. Norman had been a Christian for some time, and when Gravy Train split in 1975, he decided to concentrate on working with Christian bands and then went on to release several solo projects. One of those was an album called Playing in the City, released in 1982 on the Chapel Lane record label in the UK, and then two years later re-released in the States on Refuge Records, founded in 1980 by Greg Nelson and Ray Nenow. You may know that Refuge Records became an important label in the development of the West Coast Christian alternative music scene. They also helped many artists from the international scene get some recognition over here in the U.S., including the Daniel Band from Canada, Peter Beveridge from Australia, Adina Dahl from Sweden, as well as Dave Eastman from Liverpool, England. Remembering Norman Barrett, here's your love. When I'm feeling down and lonely When I'm right down on the floor You are the lamp to light up my way It's you who opened up the Incredible I've ever known Your love is the most incredible I've ever known Your love is the most incredible I've ever known Your love is the most incredible I've ever known Your love is the most incredible I've ever known 
Your love is the most incredible I've ever known Your love is the most incredible I've ever known Your love is the most incredible I've ever known And I love you because you love me first And I love you because you never let me The late Norman Barrett, with a song that, if it had been given a chance here in the States, I think it would have been a big hit on Christian radio back in the day. Norman Barrett worked with numerous artists over the years, including Andy Pratt, Cliff Richard, Debbie Boone, Larry Norman, and Phil Kagey. And for those who own Sheila Walsh's classic Future Eyes album, the interesting guitar tones and styling are all Norman's. We're recalling the life of the legendary Norman Barrett. Now, my friend Dan Catrona, who lives in Canada, an extraordinary writer, musician, record producer in his own right, gave the eulogy at the UK funeral. Dan told me that Norm was one of the finest guitarists in the world. From his early work with Gravy Train to his CCM work with Cliff Richard, Sheila Wash, Jesse Dixon, Larry Norman, and, of course, the catalog of work with the Alwyn Wall Band. Norm was the poster child for a gentle man of God. His work as soloist was second to none, perhaps the most lyrical soloist ever. For 25 years, Dan and Norman made music together, along with the A-Team, backline of Dave Marquis bass and Henry Spinetta on drums, both who had served a 10-year stint with Eric Clapton. 
then went on to reflect that as much as Norm's career was filled with countless achievements, and I think that when God takes a look at us, he, he doesn't look for awards, accolades, achievements. He looks for scars. The glitter and the glitz of human showmanship was replaced by the hiddenness of Christ, who showed himself, rather proved himself, in the daily activities of Norman's life. The sacrifice for the kingdom of God, often shown by one's ability to live in joy despite the hardships of life. And in this regard, I'm sure the Lord said with great enthusiasm, well done, good and faithful servant, Norman Barrett. Dan continued, on days like today, we often look at the years, 1949, 2011. We see the numbers as placards, but in reality, it's the dash that really matters. And the dash is where the life was lived. The dash is the measure of the person. And in Norm's case, it's appropriate that the dash is a solid, even character. I don't know about you, but my dash will look more like a seismic reading on a Geiger counter during an earthquake. But Norman's dash was a straight line, reflecting an unwavering life lived for Jesus. As far as Norm's influence on Jesus' music, you may recall he worked extensively with Alwyn Wall, one half of the popular Jesus music duo, Malcolm and Alwyn. In 1977, he worked with him on an album called The Prize, as well as a tour of both England and America with the Alwyn Wall Band. Another album he worked on came about in 1982 in which Larry Norman helped to produce and engineer. A project called Invisible Warfare on Larry's solid rock label in conjunction with England's Chapel Lane Records and distributed by Star Song Records. With a song written by Norman Baird, here's Alwyn Wall and Let the Light Come. And just to note, if you listen closely, you can also hear Larry Norman's distinctive voice providing some background vocals in the mix. If you really want to know I'll tell you all I can If you really want to grow I'll take you to the man I will tell you everything I will lead you to the king He will tell you all you need to know Oh, let the light come Just let the light come Oh, let the light come Oh, let the light come And if you are afraid Let the light go. 
Now, if you've appreciated hearing the music of the legacy of early Jesus music, why not drop me a line at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now, this is a listener-supported radio show, and I, I so appreciate those who listen and respond and underwrite the show from time to time. You want to know more how to be a part of doing that? You can write me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Full Circle. Full Circle. Full Circle. Hey, this is Brian Gentry. And I'm Ken Marvin. We're Marvin and Gentry, and you're listening to the very best of classic Christian music with Jerry Bryant. Welcome back. We now come to the final song in our tribute to Norman Barrett. His friend, Dan Catrona, who gave the eulogy at his funeral, said that Norm was a man of integrity. He said, I once had him in a studio in Germany to do some guitar work. He played the usual brilliant solo, but made a teeny tiny mistake. And I said, Norm, I can just begin from where you messed up. He said, no, let me do the whole thing. I said, why? And he replied, well, there may be some young player out there listening to this solo, may even want to learn it. And it wouldn't be right if I couldn't play it through myself. Norm was a man of integrity. Norm is a wholehearted worshiper. And I use the word is purposefully. I don't believe that there was much of a change regarding Norman's worship from this dimension to the next. He is a worshiper. In the late 80s, Norman became aware of problems with his eyesight caused by developing cataracts in both eyes 
and he was forced to reduce his workload considerably, concentrating on playing in the worship team at his local church and on session work for artists such as Paul Young and Andy Pratt. During this so-called layoff period, he said that he received a prophecy and a calling from God to start a new music production company, and then went on to produce further recordings by Alwyn Wall, the Jesse Dixon Roots Blues album, and helped to develop new Christian artists. He wrote and recorded a 35th anniversary Gravy Train reunion album, and recorded songs for new Norman Barrett Band and Owen Wall Band albums. Although he released four albums on his own, I want to close out my tribute to him with another track from his debut release, which in my opinion is his best. This may be due to the fact that he had some help in producing the album from Vic Coppersmith, who had also worked on the last Gravy Train album. Vic was the recording engineer on some of the Rolling Stones albums from the late 60s, as well as Cat Stevens and Joe Cocker. The kickoff track from his album, Playing in the City, sounding like it was heavily influenced by the new wave sound of the day. Remembering the late Norman Barrett, here's The Only One, on Full Circle, taking you back to where it all began.
This is Full Circle. This is Jerry Bryant. And now we come to the last segment of our show, in which we remember Dan Peake, who went on from this world to be in the presence of our Lord and King. Dan was born on November 1st, 1950, in Panama City, Florida, to an Air Force family, and moved to England in 1963, when his father was assigned to an Air Force base there, meeting Dewey Bunnell and Gary Beckley at London Central High School. Peak and Beckley played in a band called The Days. And after Peak left to attend Old Dominion University in Virginia, Bunnell took his place. Returning to England after just a year away, the three musicians regrouped and formed a band called America. Hitting it big, with their first single, A Horse With No Name. In 1973, he married Catherine Maberry, with whom he would write a number of songs, including Lonely People, and he published an autobiography entitled An American Band, based on America's most successful period and his own spiritual journey. Now, the band America scored three platinums and three gold albums, as well as top 40 hits between 1971 and 75. But Dan, who became a born-again Christian after becoming disenchanted with all the travel, recreational drug use, and sex, decided to leave the band. He was quoted as saying, I was trying to walk the Christian walk and just unable to do it while in the band. With the help of producer Chris Christian, Dan made the transition from the secular world to CCM with favorable results. This all took place at a time when many musicians who had made it in the secular arena felt that they were missing something in their lives despite all the success they had gained. They found it in the person of Jesus Christ, someone who would bring meaning to their lives and fill the void that they just couldn't fill no matter what they tried. The only thing that would appease the emptiness was the power of the Holy Spirit. The story of some of these musicians will be included on an upcoming episode of Full Circle in which we feature those artists who began in the secular world and then would later go on to Jesus music after their conversions. Quite unexpectedly, Dan Peake died in his sleep due to congestive heart failure on July 24, 2011 at his home in Farmington, Missouri. He was only 60 years old. With the title track to his debut album, which I've played before on the show, but I just couldn't possibly do a tribute to Dan Peake's recorded material without playing the biggest hit he ever had on his own. It landed in four different charts and was number one for 13 weeks, as well as being nominated for a Grammy Award. Looking back to 1979, Dan Peake, All Things Are Possible. When you turn misty Too much for you With me there to help you through All things are possible With you by my side All things are possible With you to be my 
To the heart of the matter on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Welcome back. I've been taking a look at the life and times of a former member of the rock group America, Dan P. And we just heard the title track to his debut Jesus music album, All Things Are Possible. Dan would wait five years before releasing his second solo album on Chris Christian's Home Sweet Home label, And while several of his songs would make the CCM charts, none crossed over to the pop or adult contemporary charts like his previous record did. The title track, Doer of the Word, was inspired by the first chapter in the book of James. The song was upbeat and had a very America-like feel to it, due in part to the fact that the background vocals were handled by Gary Beckley, his former bandmate. Another track from that album is my featured song on this show, which sounds more like his label mate, Steve Archer, rather than his former group, America. You decide. Looking back to 1984, Dan Peake and everything. When I wake up every morning And hear the birds softly sing in the trees It overwhelms me and brings me down on my knees What a blessing it is to be loved And have someone whose love you hold dear It's at moments like these That I know you're near I see your hand in everything that life's about I see you
every sunrise I see reminds me of new life you gave to my heart. And every sunset is more than an end, it's a start. As time unravels, I see all that matters is learning how you want me to love. And if I gave everything, it wouldn't be enough. I see your hand in everything that life's about. I see you. And peak on full circle with Jerry Bryant. Now in 1989, Dan produced the CCM duo of Ken Marvin and Brian Gentry's second studio effort called Light of the World. And the collaboration continued for another six years as Peak on his new label, Seven Mile Records, released a trilogy of recordings by Peace, a group that the three of them formed. The trio of recordings stand as great synergy, incorporating the talents of Peak and Marvin and Gentry, combining the fresh, refined lyrics of Marvin and Gentry, but with the recollections of the soft rock and pop sound of Peak's America days. The three recordings are an incredible contribution to the music of the 90s, a decade where much of the music is considered less than positive. Now, here's an interview I did with Brian Gentry as he talks about how they first got connected with Dan. Full circle. At that time, Benson Company, when we first met Mike DeMonico, uh, he was at Benson, and he was, also, he was ex- I guess, executive producer over Dan's um, records. And, you know, he was, you know, digging our stuff, and, and we were building that relationship, and and he said, you know, you guys need to go record with Dan Peak. He's got a studio up near St. Louis where he's from, and you guys have such a similar sound and whatnot that, you know, of course, you know, I just remember we were, we were, of course, ready to go right that minute to Dan Peak's house. So we met his engineer who also was running around the building there at the time, who was a phenomenal guitar player, producer, Keith Compton. And, um, uh, and Keith kind of took us under his wing a little too, you know, and he actually drove us up and introduced us to Dan and Dan recorded one of our songs called I Will Not Be Silent uh, that he 
I think co-wrote with us. We and and we went up and and the idea was to rec- he was going to record and produce us as a duo, but it turned out he liked the tune so much that he wanted to keep it for his album uh, crossover, and uh, which is a, one of his la- latter CCM records. Um, and and that's how the relationship began with Dan. We had gone up there and recorded. Well, and then right after th- that song was recorded by him, is when we got the record deal with Milk and Honey. Mike left Benson and started uh, and went to Milk and Honey, where he had been before, and and uh, launched. And you know we signed a deal with him. And then Dan came to Nashville and sang on the track, which was Rescue Love.
Marvin and Gentry, along with Dan Peake from the 1987 album Safe Harbor and the song Rescue Love on Full Circle. Now, there's more to Dan's story to share, but first, here's our website in case you'd like to respond to this particular episode or download it later from the archives. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Check out my video, the links to many of the artists that we play on the show, and, of course, the past shows. And thanks again for your support, which enables me to produce the next Full Circle episode. As I close this tribute to the late Dan Peake, I... I thought I'd share something I found interesting about this man. He was always willing to spend time to talk with others about what Jesus had done for him in his life. In fact, it's not more evident than on his website. Besides the normal tags one might find on an artist's webpage, such as a bio and pictures and interviews in the store, there's a ministry page. And included is his own personal writings on a variety of topics, including the King of Kings, Victory and Surrender, the Book of Revelation and End Time Prophecies. Some of these writings are quite lengthy and could be books into themselves. One thing to note is how he prefaces this page with the following statement, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. John 14, 27. The title of my closing track says it all. The song was written by Dan along with Ken Marvin and Brian Gentry who he had just heard from, looking back to 1987 from the album Crossover, Dan Peake, who says even from his eternal home, I will not be silent.
I will not be silent. Dan Peek. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.